I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hi friends. Hello. Welcome to Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wheel Suckers! Brought to you by Look Mum No Hands and The London Bike Kitchen. Look Mum No Hands is a cafe, cycle, bar, workshop on 49 Old Street. We serve coffee, bikes and beer. Woo! And food. And what do you do, Jenny? We are a do-it-together bike workshop and we teach people how to fix their own bikes. And we sell shit too. <laughs> Buy our shit, please. <laughs> Buy shit from both of us, please. please. Our cash flow is really, really <laughs> difficult. Oh, and um, you are Alex. Yeah, we always forget to introduce yeah, ourselves. Sorry, yeah, I'm Alex. I look after social media marketing and events. Basement day. Bay. Yeah, I live in a basement. <laughs> I'm like a hunchback. <laughs> the bikes, the bells, Twitter. It's my three. It's what I live on. So, this week, we're really excited. Got to chat to Danielle from Casket Magazine, and we're going to play that. Awesome. Yeah, and we're going to play that for you now. Please state your name. Danielle. I am the co-founder and editor of Casket Magazine, which is all about the world of women's cycling. We've just published issue two. First issue went down a treat. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> And I've just shown you ladies issue two, and you're making the right noises. So. It's gorgeous. It's, it's absolutely nice. It's thicker. <laughs> That's a good mag. <laughs> I like it when I see a good it mag. good. Yeah. So Girth. we let us start with why the heck did you start Casquette and what gave you the idea? I think because I'm stupid, very stupid. Mm. Yeah, no, it's really important. The naivete. Stupid is. If I knew, if you ever know how difficult it is to do something, you would never do it. Yeah, I feel like I've had a lot of children in the case. The birthing process. Yeah, the birthing process. And the second child, particularly, two. which was um, referred to as my difficult second album, has been particularly <laughs> difficult. But in all honesty, I created Casket because um, I'm really into bikes and I'm really into kit and I couldn't find anywhere in print that kind of told the stories that I want in the way that I want about women's cycling. And so I thought that I needed to step into the breach and do it. Really, I think I was probably naive when I started because I didn't realise the inequality and sexism that pervades the pro-cycling world 
And now that I've started to become aware of it, it's really starting to piss me off. So I'm starting <laughs> yeah. to shine and it cannot be unseen. Mm. <laughs> welcome, welcome to our yes. wonderful world of psychology. So, in addition to the humour and the great stories of uh, women who are out there doing it, the adversity, the struggles, the social element, the fun, I've started um, shining a light a bit more on the inequality in the pro world, and you know. I think at grassroots level, all of us are pulling together, inspiring people to ride, but it's still quite shit when it comes to the, the pro world. So to quote Iron, Ironman world champion Chrissy, Chrissy Wellington, she says, how can it be right for the champion of the most prestigious multi-stage female cycling race, the 10-day Giro Rossa, to be awarded €525 Euros when the winner of the Tour de France pockets 450000 now, whoa, four hundred and fifty thousand. This is exactly the reaction that I want because oh the big point God. is not that it is um, like whew. when was, people know oh about this, God. people are incredulous. In fact, is not enough people know about these figures. So, wow, it's absolutely yeah, it's pretty shocking. And um, I spoke to Chris Garrison recently. We interviewed her after Nicole Cook did an amazing testimony to Parliament. It was a piece where she presented damning evidence on the subjects of doping and sexism in cycling. And Chris just came out and said, look, we wouldn't accept this within our offices and homes and we shouldn't be willing to accept it in our sporting organisations. And it's so true. It's just the fact that not enough people know about Mm. the exact figures that we're talking Mm -hmm. about. So there you have it. It started Mm. as me loving beautiful kitten bikes and um, amazing inspirational women the gateway drug <laughs> yeah that was my gateway drug now we it's a platform the for awareness <laughs> oh God, it's ugly yeah. Yeah. this stinks so I'd like to cut in to talk about a race it was happening Fort William to Windsor Castle and it's called the R3GB what I was really impressed by you Danny I was Casquette Magazine jumped on this straight away on can you remind me how so, shit it was? So they were offering a 50k prize uh, to the winning man in this event, whereas for the winning woman, it was a 15k prize. 15, um, 15 yeah, so. to 15. That's awful. So, um, Shu Pillinger, who's an awesome ultra endurance um, athlete and general all round badass, she um, responded to that and um, we published a really brilliant article where she she explains why it's so shit, why men and women in endurance events are kind of more equal and more likely to um, compete pretty much on the same level. And off the back of that, I think we got... I think we don't know. So we're going to just say as a disclaimer, as a clanger, we don't know. But looking we'll now, out. we're looking at the website, and it now says 50k first, 20k second... 15k third and it doesn't state male or female yeah so we're liking to hope we're saying at this moment in time it looks like they've changed that to be a non-gendered result when monetizing the different amounts because things i think we want to highlight is it's the same amount of work and also jenny you were saying about trans america haven't some women nearly beat she won i can't remember her name but it was won by a woman so it's uh, and there's articles and studies done on how women are basically on the same level, if not better, than men um, in ultra endurance races, uh, marathons. We've actually got an article on um, Casket at the moment called Five Women Beating the Boys." Uh-huh. There uh-huh, we go. There we go. And in it, Michelle McGar, uh, who's an awesome journalist friend, 
she puts together this piece and she interviews Lee Craigie, who's the former British mountain yes. bike champion. And she says that long distance endurance events are, how, are about how you manage yourself and your head. If you rely on explosive power alone, you won't last long in endurance sports. Um, and she goes on to say that that mental approach and obviously physical attributes, like the fact that women are better at managing pain and have a higher percentage yeah. of body fat, means that uh, women can go for longer. Um, plus, they're, in terms of the science stuff, they're better at regulating uh, temperature, um, which is why you have amazing athletes like Chrissy Wellington, who I mentioned before, Jasmine Muller, who um, snatched the Zwift, Zwift distance record from Chris Hopkinson mm. just up two uh-huh. months after he set it. She cycled an astonishing uh, 1,135 miles on a virtual trainer in 62 hours, beating Hopkinson's 1,625 kilometres. That's amazing. I remember seeing, wasn't that kind of going across social media? Yeah. And she'd won yeah. it, but she kept going. She kept going. And it was beautiful. It was like... You can see everybody like you. You can you can, you can stop, stop now. now. And she was like, <laughs> like you can kind of feel this energy. It was like, no. And you're like, oh god, she lives there now. She lives on that bike. This is what she does now. Do you know what I, I particularly think... liked? Because I actually went around to her house when um, she when she was, was just, doing it. She was doing it, yeah. Yeah. And so she had it set up in her living room. But what was particularly brilliant was next to her um, training bike, the simulator. There was lots of little bowls. It was like a little buffet of delight. <laughs> and, uh, after about uh, a thousand hours of how long she'd been cycling for, it was actually red pepper that was getting her through. Wow! Red, like bell uh, pepper or something like chili spicy? Not chili pepper, no. Just, just oh, like your bog standard yeah. you red know, pepper. You stir, you stir fry and bell pepper. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You know, these are the kind of insights that you get with the casket <laughs> editor that you wouldn't get anywhere else. You know, top tip. Yeah. Pepper. Maybe it's bell pepper that gets you through. Dice of pepper, mate. You're gonna win. And with regard to that Trans Am bike race, it was probably Leo Wilcox. Yeah, yeah, about. yeah, yeah. So we'd like to talk about, can you tell us about how the issue gets made? And the, the roller coaster yeah. of emotions. <laughs> yeah, this is Jenny's contribution. The roller coaster of emotions that the goes. must be. Jenny's it. asked me about the roller coaster of emotions because I've seen her a few times and drunk excessive amounts of lager whilst with my head on the table. Um, Reliving the roller coaster. Hydration. But look, good looking back on the roller coaster emotions, no. it normally starts. I like to um, start each issue by coming up with a theme. I think if we have a theme, it helps to focus the magazine and the articles, and um, it feels more of a cohesive piece of art. So issue one was um, JFDI. So can you explain what JFDI is? It means? is just fucking do it. Just fucking so do it. So that was the fact that I got off my ass and created casket with no real backing we have people like alicia bamford in the issue who started bike her brand queen of the mountains because she wanted more choice when it came to women's kit there's an awesome lady named kim coates who set up a women's cycling team in rwanda where women are jeered at for riding a bike because she sees it as a catalyst for change throughout society and then emily chapel awesome endurance athlete who took on the grueling transcontinental race um a feat that had broken her the year before but she got up just fucking do it took it on and actually won it this time yeah failure is recon failure (laughs) is just reconnaissance first of all it's about coming up with a theme then it's about looking for really strong emotional stories that kind of capture the essence of that theme because it's a print piece i want um every single article to be the kind of thing you actually want to sit in the bath and spend time with (laughs) i was Um, gonna say on the toilet (laughs) 
Yeah, and then I also like to shine a light on the funny side of cycling. So it's not just about the serious stuff. It's about the weird things that we do, like the obsession with coffee, the fact that we go commando when we cycle, <laughs> or some of us don't. Um, the fact we, we pee in bushes, the fact that we have to um, talk about snot rockets. Oh, God. Yes. Oh. It's like cycling is it's funny and rocket. silly. Yeah, and, and we odd. are weird. Yeah, you might be a little bit odd that. to ride a bike. Mm. So yeah, it all starts with the theme. From that, you start putting together the stories and the people that bring that theme to life. Then it's about beautiful photography and oh yeah, it looks good. Yeah, typography. this is a very tight. Looks good. Magazine. Like that, the ha- uh, the emoji with the hands. Yeah, the, it's like the hands yeah. up. The look on your hands emoji. You mean? Oh, is that? <laughs> is that TM? I use it as uh, yeah, look on your hands. Um, so just because yeah. I'm a total magazine geek, it's about the page furniture. On the magazine, there's so many little bits of detail where you've got your little subheads, you've got your little end stops, you've got all of these. Oh, you're things. into the typography. Oh god, yeah. God. Oh, oh god. Oh god. Daddy, I'm getting worked up. What are, you, what are you into? I'm curious. Verlag's quite sexy and quite oh. clean. Do you know what? I've got a lot of time for Helvetica. You know. Really? So there's it a reason. Is. But yeah, and then it's all about the geekery that I think pulls it up a level and makes it feel like the kind of thing that. Yeah, you want to sit on the toilet with you two, apparently. <laughs> we read magazines on the toilet, all right? Typography is, is art. It is Typography is life, friends. <laughs> no, but it's the way the typography interplays with the images mm. that interplays with the stories. And then also the fact that when you pick it up and you sniff it, and you so, can rip it up and use it for cat litter when you've finished. You can read it and shit and then your cat can just shit. <laughs> uh, can you give us a yeah. flavour of this issue? So what is your theme... For issue two. Okay, so where issue one was about JFDI, this issue the theme is pass it on. So we're rounding up incredible advice such as uh, the best quick uh, quick pee quick release bib shorts. Amazing. So we've got mm. Lorna North. We send her off on long bike rides and make a pee in bushes <laughs> and then report back. So good. <laughs> and we have her timing as I'm getting in and out of these bib shots. One no pair, she managed to extricate herself from in four seconds, people. What? Shout out to DHB for the wow. four second bib shorts. Four sec- four I don't second think I could do shorts. that with a toilet. <laughs> Those are uh, an amazing halter neck design. So wow. all you do is you this just is kind DHB. of, yeah, you just pull down. You just pull down. And almost like pop uh, your box out. Pop your box. Wow, we the technical term. <laughs> you pop your box out, but they're not the winning ones. Um, oh. We have to get the magazine to see. Oh. So, um, so that yeah. So we've got that's just one article in there. We've got Emily Chapel investigating the honest, honest truth about saddle sore. Oh yeah. Yeah, let's talk it about saddle sore. We wanted to um, put one peach of an article uh, <laughs> online. So we think the saddle sore one is probably the most controversial and interesting. Oh yeah. The reason it's so powerful is the fact that Emily's really, really honest about saddle sore, and says the things that most people are afraid to say. It's often a clit and labia thing. I can't believe I just said it. <laughs> so Danielle's going to read an excerpt for us now. So our sell for the piece is, want the truth about saddle sore? Well, it's probably a clit or labia thing, but no one seems comfortable saying it out loud. Emily Chapel isn't afraid. Sit back, get comfy. <laughs> I'm going to start with a content warning, announces Isla Roundtree at the beginning of her Science of Saddle Sore workshop in Oxford. This is going to be quite explicit and graphic, and if anyone has a problem with that, they might want to leave the room now. 
50 bottoms stay firmly parked on 50 chairs that owners intrigued and in some cases desperate to find out how they might sit comfortably in their saddles. A study carried out by British Cycling after the London Olympics found that 100% of the female athletes they interviewed had ongoing problems with saddle sore but felt too embarrassed to mention it to their male doctors, coaches and physiotherapists. That's probably not surprising. Where most other experts would only go so far as to mutter something vague about soft tissue, Isla's workshop is one of the few discussions of women's saddle sore that dares to point out that modern bicycle geometry puts an uncomfortable amount of pressure on the clitoris and labia. Isla says, imagine a bicycle design where the main point of contact was the end of a man's penis. <laughs> her audience roars with laughter, but they see her point. Women's anatomy does If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Does seem to be ill-suited to many of the saddles currently on the market. The design challenge is mind-boggling. Not only does each woman have a unique arrangement of sit bones, hip sockets, inner and outer labia, clitoris, body fat and muscle, there's also the seemingly insurmountable challenge of deriving some sort of rational measurement from all of this. So that's the intro and you can see that it's a rich territory for discussion and in this article we go on to um, speak to a designer of Shami and Bib shorts from Rafa. We speak to Jasmine Muller who we um, mentioned earlier who obviously she had a really big um, saddle sore from sitting on that bike for 60 odd hours um we speak to a lady named molly herford who's the author of saddle sore and she believes that where bike fitters diagnose saddle sore problems as the result of leg length discrepancy it may actually be about labia asymmetry so there's there's lots and lots of experts that feed into this piece but i mean I'd love to give you a solution to saddle sore, but the point is, 
as we say up front, everybody's different. And so it's because of the unique shape of people that there is no one size fits all solution. But maybe the solution is that you ask the questions that mm. discover what is the difference for you. Are you an innie or are you an outie? Whatever it might be. And that is your solution. But even having this discussion, I mean, yeah. I'm slightly blushing even saying <laughs> some of these words, but mm. that's the point, isn't it? We need to talk about these yeah, things to yeah. find the solution. And my favourite thing about this article is um, Emily <laughs> refers to a affliction known as flap mash, <laughs> which I think it. is going to take I love off. it. <laughs> Hashtag flap mash. That's probably one of my highlights of the issue, but Yeah, you good. can read that online. My other favourite feature is called If I Could Tell You One Thing, and it's where we invite um, awesome uh, women in cycling to share the one piece of wisdom that someone else told them that changed the course of their life or career. Oh, wow. So it's like wisdom on wisdom. Meta um, wisdom. Yes. <laughs> one of my favourite um, pieces of wisdom is from Emma O'Reilly, who was the... Um, the whistleblower in the Lance Armstrong um, drugs uh-huh. cheat scandal. And interestingly, her piece of wisdom she received from her dad, and it says, when you get up in the morning, you've always got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror, which is quite poignant, really, because she obviously mm. knew some things were going on and mm-hmm. she just couldn't live with herself by not saying. So lots of juice from all sorts of amazing women in cycling in that piece mm. as well. I can't wait. Yeah, amazing. So... Where can we get Casket? Well, look, Mum, no hands. Oh yes, right. and right uh, London Bike Kitchen, I believe. Is that yes. right, Jenny? Yeah. Just come, uh, just come there. Just come to these two places. That's all. That's all you need to know. That's all you need. The only places you need to go. So you can go online to get it. Um, oh yeah, if you you can pre-order it. You can pre-order it. Um, yeah, um, you just have to pay shipping. Yeah, you pay postage. But it's free. It's free. It's free. It's free. But it's all sorts of um, bike shops and coffee shops from all over London and the country and even the world, actually. Um, Um, What's interesting is for issue one, we had orders from America, Canada, uh, the Netherlands, like all over the world. So there's an appetite for this from beyond our fair shores. So I think once we've got our greasy mitts on issue two Mm. and we've absorbed it, can we have a chat about issue three? You've obviously... There's a little grin on Danielle's oh, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's something in the pipeline. Dare you share? Are you thinking of your third child already? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little seed of an idea in this little shell-like. Mm. And I, I, yeah, I'm kind of looking at the mental a- aspect of cycling and I'm calling it May the Force Be With You. Today's May the Force! Hey, it's a sign, it's a sign. <laughs> wow. Um, so really, it's about the Jedi mind tricks you can play on yourself to get even more out of cycling. Love it. Love <laughs> In, it. win. Um, so I want to talk to... Cycling, you shall. <laughs> My cycling <laughs> I'm going to talk to sports psychologists about the way your mind can have an impact on your ride. I want to talk about the link between cycling and the way it can help with depression. I also want to talk about how cycling um, can give you perception-changing experiences, like where you restore your faith in humanity because someone saves you when you're on the side of the road doubled over and like, with a puncture mm. or you see a double rainbow what does it mean <laughs> oh my god beautiful. oh my god double so rainbow beautiful. you know uh, but yeah it's it's all about um you, the importance your mind plays in cycling and how they can impact one another you could do a bit on um how the bike saved your life 
I say the bike saved life, my life, mm-hmm. and it changed my life as well. Like uh, I was going through a really difficult period at my old job. I hated my old job, and then got the idea to start Bike Kitchen, and look where I am now. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea what to do. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't a mechanic, but it does open up such huge different world to yeah you. it's a whole nother world now now i meet all these amazing people like you guys and and it's wonderful yeah there is something good you can't knock yeah you can't knock cycling i used to joke i haven't ever met a dickhead who rides a bike <laughs> <laughs> but that's not true <laughs> i'm not i've not met them i've encountered them but most people i've met who ride a bike are pretty neat yeah hmm. yeah agreed so i've been looking through this magazine and there's an amazing cover with one, two, three, four, four, six, seven women and slowly leafing, onto one page. slowly leafing through it, which I really enjoyed experiencing with the first issue was watching people going, hmm, yeah, hmm, there's no, there's no men. <laughs> there's no men in your magazine. Can we talk about that? Well, I never actually say anywhere that it's a women's cycling magazine as such, but it's more a magazine about the world of women's cycling can be enjoyed by everyone and actually we do get a lot of um, orders from guys who just they like the stories that are in there and they like 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 the it's inspirational stories about cyclists yeah. and they just happen to be women but I mean the main point is the men's cycling industry gets a lot of coverage already so for me casket is about redressing the balance and just shining a light on the stories that don't get told I saw this amazing Instagram post from um, a girl who I follow. Her name's Barbara Badhole. And she'd written an email to the editor of Cyclist magazine, which is quite funny. It kind of leads into this, but if not, it's funny anyway. So a shout out to Barbara Badhole. She says, hi, Pete. I hope you're good. In your most recent edition of Cyclist, I counted in excess of 200 images of men and only nine of women. Two of those were out-of-focus background extras, but beggars can't be choosers. Do you plan to feature women in your magazine anytime soon? It would be nice. Alternatively, if that's not part of your upcoming strategy, perhaps you could rename the mag Male Cyclist. <laughs> After all, your magazine is quite costly, and I could do with saving my pin money for Tampax and nail varnish. <laughs> um, And you want to put your money where where you believe. Yeah, you, I don't know how to phrase it. I'm like, yeah, you, you put, put your money yeah. where your mouth is. You put your money in what you value because put what your you, money in what you value because what you pay for keeps going. So if you care about something, you pay for it. Not just that. There's women out there doing all of these things. No one's celebrating them, That's and no, the and no one's using them yeah. to inspire other women. You don't. There's, I don't think there's any other genre or industry where it's so weirdly unbalanced. imbalanced. Yeah, yeah so, I really like, oh, I can't remember her name now, though. Um, the one she, like, won loads of, they made, they did a little theatre play about her. Her name begins with B. Beryl Burton. Yeah, Beryl Burton. Yeah. And Beryl Burton was this, like, absolutely amazing female cyclist. Oh, yeah. Absolutely smashing it, winning all these awards. And no one knew. No At one knew time, about they, her. They could give two But shirts. she was critically acclaimed in other countries that value cycling. Mm. So she'd go to the Netherlands and they'd yeah. be like, oh, my God! Wow. She's like beating the men, and then like she'd come, champion. yeah, and she'd come back to the UK, and they'd be like, "All right, bro," and she'd be like, <coughs> "Kind of won a massive, amazing I'm tired. thing because <laughs> I just won this, the world championship." So yeah, there's a documentary about her 
we have it somewhere and it's got really great archival footage my only complaint is that it was really patronizing and they kept saying things like but she was just and i can't do yorkshire accent <laughs> but she was just a girl from yorkshire and i'm <laughs> but she was a woman could you believe oh. Like, oh can you just stop I swear they said it like five or six times I'm like can you stop saying that like just stop saying it before we round up yes I'd like to ask your listeners the fact is Casket it's it can be whatever we want it to be. So mm. if you guys out there have any stories that you think we should be covering, if you have any mates who are doing something awesome that you'd like to celebrate, then get in touch because this is all about magazine, really. That's beautiful, isn't it? That was good. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah. Should we go to the pub now? <laughs> We're going to go to the pub now. Cheers! Bye! Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much. You can. We'll link below. Casquette is coming out soon. If you also, actually, if you're listening and you want to stop Casket, that's also a thing to add. Yeah, get in touch, get, get in some touch. copies, get out and about. Order Thank it you. online. Thank you. Thanks, Danielle. Ciao, Bye. Bye. I was like, bye. You're not going anywhere. Bye. Choo choo. Welcome back. Danielle is awesome. Yeah, she's really awesome. Fill in the blank. She's, <laughs> yeah, she is. Fill it with the word you want to hear. So we have a section, a moment with Richard. Actually, so with Richard. Shout out to our friend Dario. He, yeah. he. I'm going to play some music now. So I am holding in my hands a slightly yellowed book from the 70s. <laughs> oh, it smells like fondue. It smells musty. And there's a man on the musky. front musky oh, and musty <laughs> there's a man on the front with a fetching sweater fiddling around with his brakes it's Richard's bicycle book <gasps> a manual of bicycle maintenance and enjoyment oh Richard <laughs> we're now getting out the Ouija board Ouija <sighs> it's covered in the shit emoji of bikes <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I decided I actually this time around I just flicked flicked to a random page and I'm going to read it uh, chapter 6 riding anybody can ride a bicycle you just get a board and pedal heh I'd like to add that it's spelled h-e-h exclamation mark I, I have no other way <laughs> how else do you say that heh <laughs> just get a board and pedal heh <laughs> try following an experienced tourist on a hundred mile run, or a competition rider around the track. Physical condition, of course, plays a part, but here technique counts more than anything else. 50-year-old grandmothers can and do run rings around fit young adults. Take that, young adults! (laughs) (laughs) Attention to the basics of techniques will make your riding easier and more enjoyable and give you greater freedom than if you had not bothered with the subject at all. I actually kind of felt like I should just leave it there. Of course, even basic technique varies somewhat with conditions, and there is a lot more to riding than technique. The following chapters on traffic jamming and touring and racing amplify considerably the information you need in order to cycle safely and comfortably. So he goes on to talk about shifting. Mm. Take it easy when first learning to shift. It's really important. Like, get to know your gears. There's a section on pedalling. Ride with the ball of your foot on the pedal, Ooh. not the heel or arch. I had heard that before, actually. 
There's some good diagrams. Yeah, they're really they're it, hot. Those are like tap shoes. They're like little brogues. The fundamental technique for easy cycling is called ankling. <coughs> this is where the foot pivots at the ankle with each revolution of the crank. <laughs> I think I have a problem with ankling actually. I think that's why I've pulled my or did something to my Achilles tendon. So I need to I should read up on that chapter. Yeah. Uh you mentioned cadence. Yeah. yeah, we know we know about that one. Spend it to win it. <laughs> bumps. When you come to bumps, potholes, cables, etc., put most of your weight on the pedals and handlebars. This allows the bike to pivot underneath you, reducing shock for both you and the bike. You know how motorbike motorbike scramble riders stand up on the pegs. Oh yeah, I know that. Like that. What? All right, Richards. <laughs> motorbike scramble riders. I couldn't even read that one. Motorbike scrambled egg riders. Yeah. Braking. Try to use your brakes as little as possible. No, that's true. Turning. If you can ride a bicycle, then by definition you can turn it. But there are different methods and styles of turning. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Richard. Yeah. And then he goes on to traffic jamming, which we talked about in yeah. the first episode. Yeah. If you are episode a one. excellent fan and have listened to that. Thank you, Richard. Bye, Richard. We've got some little tasty tidbits into things that we can go on and research and learn. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Richard. Ouija board's flying off onto a, <laughs> onto a tandem and cycling away. Into the sunset. So we'd like to end with... So if you like what we're doing, uh, if you could like if you're on SoundCloud, if you could subscribe on iTunes, if you have extra time and you really like it, please give us a review or a rating. Um, share it with your friends, share it with we, your family. We have a hashtag, hashtag WheelSuckersPodcast. So yes. share away, like, rate, subscribe. Help us beat Rafa. They've got 200 five-star reviews. We're, we're getting there. We're almost there. We're getting there. Help us beat Rafa. Yes. Yes. Okay, goodbye, friends. We Bye. will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 